Blog Talk Radio. So glad that Hunter taught him not robbery. For Yeti, we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year, the Queen Quet had put the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad for day one more again for cracking teeth with Hunter Chillin. Yeah, this year, the Black Oman Heart Story Month. This year, the Oman Sea Story Month and things like that. We're so glad that all our children with me today. And so we so glad for get this year thing on the way. The way we always do, where we the key upliftment to the living legacy and the pay ancestral homage. So let's your children. Let me take a moment of silence for the beach lady Marvin Vetch, for Ernestine Tobias Feller, for all of that what's going on over into the realm of ancestors. But going over yonder, fighting for who we be. Right here, initial line of the Gullagichi. Let me pause. Take a moment for she. Ashe. 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 Oh, I'm so glad for day and one more again with all the hundred children this evening and thing like that. Thank you, thank you to all the hundred children who been yet we broadcast all this year month. You see them, the hundred the tweet bottom and thing like that. It's so glad the hundred to learn from this year thing. And we're so glad for the girl that you see on the coalition and all the members and thing. We're to make sure this year show still sponsor and deep on the air after all these years. This year that we eat, eat, air we done been on the air. Crack, God, we got eight season done down the thing and thing like that. Eh? Well, we've been a crack, we teeth, but who we be right here in the land of the Gullah Geechee. 
Now, you know, Hunter Tillin had joined me and thing like that. We want to let Hunter Tillin know what's going on and thing like that. Since we're going to still do wrong and thing, we're not do too much inventing like that. But we've had some. So I think when they go in and Hunter Chillin' choose your machine and thing, we call them virtually and thing like that. So Hunter Chillin' could still keep up with who we be and what are going on for these y'all in the sea. So I will crack my teeth out the rest of the week so I make sure that all the Hunter Chillin' will be saying, yeah? Okay then. So I'm going to talk like this just so all of my global audience can really understand all of what's going on. You know, I like to let you all stay in tune with what's happening here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, how you can support, and how you can be a part of what we're doing. It's wonderful to reflect about the historic accomplishments of our people and the historic accomplishments of our people this time of year every year for Black Women's Story Month and for Women's Story Month. But I also want to make sure, as Queen Quet, Chiefess of the Gullah Geechee Nation, that you are aware that everything is not about the past. Too many times when people, quote, unquote, play Christopher Columbus, Lost Boy, and say they're discovering Gullah Geechee culture, they discover us through fictional accounts of who we are. They discover us through things that are made for entertainment purposes, films and dramatic TV shows and the like but they don't often come through to really support the living culture. So they tend to relegate it to things that look good on film, but then that sometimes is so beautified by the very look of these sea islands. They don't realize the harsh reality of not having people support us economically. So I want to start off with a general comment and then get into some specific activities that have already gone on and will be going on throughout the remainder of the month so that you have an opportunity to be able to support because now the world has shifted to where I am. I always say I am the first black Jetson. I've been jet-setting for decades now, operating through my computer when I had to take it with me and take the phone line out the wall in the hotel room, plug it in my computer, let the modem go on and all that kind of stuff. No Wi-Fi, okay? And so definitely it is interesting now to have meeting after meeting and interview after interview like I did today just by sitting in front of the computer and looking at the screen and then connecting with people not only in different states and regions but around the world and people who are intrigued and interested in our cultural sustainability and continuation. Well, one of the things that I addressed in a couple of the interviews that I was in today, because I had must be three interviews today and then one planning meet, two planning meetings today already, in the midst of also going out in my field because I'm getting ready for planting season and some things were blowing around my field. I had to go take care of that in between. So here it is that many times people discover, as I said, come to be acquainted with, get information about the sea islands and these people that crack your teeth like they said, these people that speak differently. Then they're intrigued. And then they find out, especially if the folks who find out are people of African descent, they're really curious because they're like, wow, well, 
Wonder if I'm Gullah Geechee. Everybody in South Carolina, everybody in Georgia, everybody in North Carolina, everybody in Florida is not Gullah Geechee just because they're of African descent. The Gullah Geechee Nation goes from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida, encompasses the Sea Islands and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River. Now, Gullah Geechee people, like any other people in the world, we migrate, we move, whether it's for marriage, whether it's for business, whether it's because you're in the military, people migrate, whether it's to find more opportunities, economic opportunities. But if people had enough economic opportunities here within our own communities, we are place-based people, we wouldn't move around that much except to get married since we don't believe in intermarrying and that type of stuff with relatives. So here it is that I've witnessed for the over 40 years that I've been fighting for Gullah Geechee culture that a lot of people used to say, well, I would love to support you all, but I just can't afford to get down there yet. Well, now you can get to us via the computer. We have events that are online, virtual events, even virtual festivals. We did two last year that were our own and participated in a third one last year done by a growing culture. When we did those, I know at first people were kind of adjusting and trying to figure out how this world works, but now you all are in this Jetson world. So it's a blessing that when we did the Gullah Geechee Freedom Fest, we raised thousands of dollars in one day that we then gave away that same day to help people be able to stand on their land. The Council of Elders, the Assembly of Representatives, were right there to be able to identify which families, which community projects this money should go to. And we're continuing to do that. And right now, our focus is on how to make sure that people are prepared for the coming fifth season we have here in the Gullah Geechee Nation every year, hurricane season. So investing in hurricane preparedness kits, finding ways that we're going to distribute them safely because there is still a pandemic, and being able to then educate folks even at a distance, which is so antithetical to our culture when we usually get together and embrace one another when we see one another. And now you got to wave at folk, got hail folk, and things like that. So now, enter into this economic aspect. Everything that I mentioned just involved legal currency, current, flow. What else would islanders be so akin to but flow and currency? The currents, the vibrations, send in people who value who we be, Danya. And because they value us, they treat us in a way that you treat valuables. You take care of them. What is needed to keep that valuable? So now enters the word sustainability. How do you sustain a cultural community, a nation, with small communities in it if you don't have economic support? So many times, one of the things that's iconic to the Gullah Geechee Nation, that largely nowadays people see Gullah Geechee women doing is sewing sweetgrass baskets, not weaving. Weaving is an overlapping process. They actually use a needle 
and the palmetto is actually like your thread. It comes through the sweet grass, the bulrush, the pine needle. You get them together. You sew it through, and that's not weaving. So the, largely you see women doing that now, but men were the first ones who we document as having brought the tradition over from Africa and taught the tradition first over here. But the men did not sustain it for the most part. We have a few brothers, not that they don't know it now, there's brothers, there's hundreds of them that know how to go ahead, harvest the grass, and sow the baskets because they come from sweetgrass families. But there are few of the men, like we have Brother Gregory Grant, we have Brother Corey up in Charleston, Corey Alston, that they are men that consistently, on a weekly if not a daily basis, sow sweetgrass baskets and sell them to people from around the world. But the major population of the people continuing the tradition and passing it on now are women. Well, these women teach their children to make the baskets. These men teach their children to make the baskets so that then they would sell the baskets at stands so that they could make their money for when it was time to go back to school. You needed new shoes, you needed new school clothes and things like that, and just to have something you could save. And it taught you work ethic, it taught you patience. So now here it is that people don't recognize and fully value it. They see the baskets, they know they're associated with Gullah Geechee culture, they come running down during tourist season especially or during festivals, oh, I want to get a basket, and then go, ah! when they see the price tags. But they don't value it enough to invest in that aspect of cultural continuation and to invest in the economic empowerment of our sweetgrass families. When you get a sweetgrass basket, you have an heirloom that should be treated as such, that should be treated as a valuable that you are going to leave in your will and you are going to pass down to someone else in your family. It should be something treasured. Because in it is not only the intellectual prowess and creativity of the individual that sold it, but literally some of their DNA. They blood, they sweat, their tears. It's in that, which means you have a piece of Mother Africa that is sewn into that basket. And they hold for generations. Very little care as long as you treat them right. Very little care do you have to do with them, and they hold. They have the strength that embodies the strength of the Gullah Geechee Nation. It's sewn in that power and that strength as if every little drip drop of DNA that came off as they stitched it through or as they pulled that grass or as they cut that bulrush just shot into those grasses and then, they're part of the basket. And here we also have basket names. Those basket names hold on to tradition and culture. And these are the names your community knows you by because you exemplify or you represent a particular aspect of this word that they now name you. And then folks also have nicknames, so it's a little bit different. The basket name comes when you that baby day there in the basket. Nickname may come as you grow up. Now here it is 
that folks will come in and say, oh, I would like to have that, but it's too expensive. Too expensive based on what? Have you taken into account that this person had to get up, leave their house, find a location that's not gated off, go out to the intercoastal waterway, locate the grass, the grass while looking around to make sure if there's any snakes around, find the right palmetto tree, possibly climb it, could be a snake up there in the top of the tree. One of our Council of Elders members, Vera Manigo, tells me all the time how she let go and dropped to the ground because a snake came popping out while she was going to cut palmetto. So you have this risk factor that's a part of it that you never think of because of the beauty of the basket. It's just like no one thinks of the risk and the pain when you are in labor, but everybody want to hold a baby after that baby in that basket. So here it is that I wanted to honor the Sweetgrass families, especially the women who continue the Sweetgrass tradition, because there was also a tradition of having those baskets and then having flowers in them and then going through downtown Charleston through the market. There were the flower ladies. And you see images of them from here, and sometimes you see images, and I think it's from Charleston, and turn out the images are from the Caribbean especially Barbados, of the same tradition, same way, basket on head, same way, flowers in it, same way. And they would sell the flowers. Now here it is now, the palmetto rose is our iconic flower from the Gullah Geechee Nation, and they're penalizing our children in the streets of Charleston for selling it to the tourists, saying that the tourists are afraid of them. Why would they be? That's an issue for another time, another discussion. But here it is that all these strategies of saying, oh, it's too much, but you won't buy it from the Gullah Geechee person that has it, but had it been in the gallery, you would pay even more for it. Oh, the palmetto roses, the kids shouldn't be able to sell that because the tourists ain't sure what they're doing in the approach. How are you not sure of seeing an actual bundle of flowers in the young man's hand approaching you? You know what it is but it's because of what they look like. So here it is that stitched in, sewn in, these baskets, these flowers, is love and an opportunity, an economic opportunity for family sustainability, for cultural sustainability. And yet people would have the audacity to not count in all of what I already said you did just to gather what you need, the materials, and where gated areas have come and just cut it all down, blocked you from it, then buy the stuff back from nurseries and put it on the roadway, but still don't want people to harvest it. So now there's the cost of grass basket makers having to import grasses from Florida to sow the basket within South Carolina. So now that cost is involved. Now, they may get charged if they have baskets. They've got to get licenses possibly to have their basket stands in certain places. So you would dare say that it costs too much? I haven't even mentioned how many hours one basket may, may, may take to make. 
the most elaborate baskets that I own, people took weeks to months to make. So when they say it's 200 it's 400 it's $500 for it. I have to think of how many work hours that is at a living wage, not a minimum wage, not a slave wage. And then when you add that all up, you recognize something. You're getting a bargain because you're getting an heirloom that's going to increase in value over time because all that's in it, you really can't pay for. So I honor all the folks that I know and the ones that came before them that were the Gullah Geechee Oman would pass this thing down. And that's the Gullah Geechee Oman would still hold them up. We're so glad for you. So thank you, thank you for this show. And when we talk about economic empowerment, it has been a wonderful thing to experience those of you who, as we say here, taught them not robbery and things like that, to support us in the midst of the pandemic by making donations from Cash App to Dollar Sign Gullah Geechee Nation, by joining the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that also sponsors this show. And if you say, well, this is my first time hearing the show, how do I join? Go to Gullah dot N-E-T, G-U-L-L-A-H, you can also pay for membership at gullahgeechee.biz, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot B-I-Z. There's no I in Geechee if it's a we. Today, between those interviews and everything else, I was autographing books and getting materials into packets to send off to brand-new members that joined who want to be allies, that want to participate and this ongoing fight for freedom for the Gullah Geechee people worldwide, who want to support the efforts of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, who want to support the efforts of the leaders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, to stand for our human right to self-determination, to stand for our land rights, to stand for our water rights, because these things we need to leave to our children for them to be self-sufficient and yet still self-determined for hundreds of years to come. So as a result of that, we formed a group called the Gullah Geechee Sustainability Think Tank as well. And I just want to thank everyone who took the time out to attend our first virtual Coastal Cultures Conference that we held last Saturday. It was a full house because we always leave that as a very intimate event. We never try to have an overload of people at that event, even in person. We try to keep it very personable so that people can be fully engaged and we can really dialogue with one another and fully network. And so everyone did such spectacular presentations. But the blessing for me was, one, because I'm not techie, that show went smoothly virtually other than Zoom's little issues and people's little connectivity issues on their end because we don't have broadband out here on these sea islands and whatnot. So we had some people that dropped out a couple times and had a couple of people who were saying they had a little lag on their end of the system. But nonetheless, that the power of the information and the power of the presentations made such a difference. And I knew it really made a difference when you're sitting there for three and a half hours and if people have to leave, they're hurt that they have to leave, you know. And 
at the end to actually have one of our native daughters be there from Brunswick, Georgia, as the Spirit had told me during our workshop with our tools workshop at the end to say, let's check Brunswick, Georgia, and see what the civil sea level rise is going to do there. Let's check this flooding tool and see what's going to happen there. And to have her at the end introduce herself and say that she was originally from Brunswick, Georgia, and she wanted to reconnect with her people, and she had gotten so much out of it. That was a blessing for me. And that's the kind of thing that happens that tells me my living and work is not in vain. And so I just wanted to take the time to thank all of you, especially all the women out there around the world who support the broadcast, who retweet it, that you blog about it, that you tell your friends about it, that you tune in. And you would listen on demand. You can always go ahead to iTunes and subscribe to the show for free or get yourself a Blog Talk Radio account and you can subscribe there and get follow us and that way you get notifications whenever we're live. And so it was a blessing to have the Coastal Cultures Conference have the same abundance, the same richness in terms of the information and have it hit people even virtually. And that's the power of who we be as anointed people here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, that it even radiates through the screen and connects people and brings them back to the truth and our roots. So it's, it, it's awesome to end those conferences and see the new members that have joined. It is awesome to see the people who contact us after and email us or recognize a name from the registration list and then see them following on Instagram and on, and on Twitter. And if you wonder how to do that, we're Gullah Geechee on Instagram, Gullah Geechee on Twitter as well. No kind of underscores nothing, just Gullah Geechee written all as one. So here it is that we had a number of presentations to relink people back to our cultural community, and it was a wonderful celebration that took place. And the Coastal Cultures Conference happens in the early part of March, and then we have our Gullah Geechee Herbal Conference led by the one and the only Cat Nunafer of A Soulful Touch Wellness. And Ketnu is a native Gullah Geechee from Johns Island, right here in South Kakalaki, who has been the one that the mantle has been passed down to to truly hold on to herbology and healing. She's been a doula. She started the Gullah Geechee Doula Association. She has done a number of things. And with this herbal gathering, this is the second one that she's hosting. And this year she's doing a hybrid event. So all of the in-person tickets have already been sold because since it is a pandemic, you still have to keep limits on the number of people coming here to the Gullah Geechee Nation. But if you all want to register for that virtual conference, even though you missed the Coastal Cultures Conference, or even if you attended the Coastal Cultures Conference and you want to register for that, go to GullahGeecheeHerbalGathering.com. GullahGeecheeHerbalGathering.com and register there. And definitely we are so happy to be sponsoring that event for this year and supporting Ketnu. And if you are interested in just obtaining Gullah Geechee Herbs, a soulful touch wellness, 
www.soulfultouchwellness.com, asoulfultouchwellness.com. You can go there and you can purchase different herbs. You can also purchase books and the workbook and so that you have something that helps you live a more soulful life. She did a wonderful workbook and to go with her book. And so this is something that for her story month, all women should want to live a more soulful life. You should want to seek means and mechanisms by which to heal yourself, especially at such a time as this that has been and continues to be extraordinarily stressful for a lot of women. And a lot of us as women take on many things for our families, for our jobs, for our communities, for our businesses, and what we end up not taking on is how to heal ourselves and sustain ourselves. And if we are going to celebrate who we be, we have to uphold this legacy of healing the body and maintaining it. And so definitely I encourage you to support a Soulful Touch Wellness and support the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering. If you're on Instagram, you'll find Gullah Geechee Herbs on Instagram. You can also find uh, a Soulful Touch Wellness on both Twitter and on Instagram. And so it is a wonderful opportunity for you to be able to hear from some of the herbal healers as well in advance of the gathering because there were several different Instagram interviews that Ketnu conducted over the course of the month. So you can go back and tune into some of those and then get geared up for the gathering coming up. So please make sure to support. And if you go to the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page or Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio's Facebook fan page or Gullah Geechee See All and Coalition's Facebook fan page, you will actually see the link there that you can register for the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering, and we'll continue to be posting that until she tells us the spaces are sold out for the virtual aspect of the gathering. But that is going to happen the final Saturday in this month. So the final Saturday in this month, that will be taking place. So you still got some time. Get your registrations in now, though, because it's not like she's going to be having a 1,000 people on there virtually. So make sure for the limited spaces she has left, make sure that you go ahead and get your space. But then this Wednesday on Zooming In on Sustainability, and we'll be posting um, between tonight and tomorrow morning, you should, if you follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, GullahGeecheeNation.com, you'll be getting the blog that will tell you about my interview that's coming up this Wednesday, the 17th at 3 p.m. I will have both Ketnu Nefer and Sharonda Barksdale of Authentically Your Expressions will be on, and we will be talking about healing as black women, all right? So definitely this is another show because they've come on before along with Olubusala Abena of Naturally Geechee to talk about these topics last year. And so I thought it not robbery and I thought it essential that for Women's Her Story Month we have them return to talk about this and we are going to touch base and talk a bit about the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering that's coming up on March the 27th, Saturday, March the 27th. And so definitely... Stay tuned and be a part of that. And you can always email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-1-2-3 
C O at AOL dot com. Again, G U L L G E E C O at AOL dot com to get into our database and to connect with us about ad- additional activities and events that'll be coming up and going on. Now another one that's going to be going on this week is on Friday, March the 19th at 6 p.m., I will be a part of an interfaith discussion of a film called The Human Element. And there's a South Carolina collective, a faith collective now, that we will be getting together to not only screen this film, but then to have a dialogue about it. And the way the film is described is that from the producers of Racing Extinction, The Cove and Chasing Ice, environmental photographer James Baylog captures the lives of everyday Americans on the front lines of climate change. The human element recognizes that humans are a force of nature and at the same time human activities after the basic elements of life, earth, air, water, and fire. Altering those elements also changes human life. So South Carolina leaders from the faith, political, and education sectors are going to come together and evaluate the relationship that humans are having with the natural world so we can determine in South Carolina how to work to restore balance. And in the Gullah Geechee Nation, it is always about living in balance with all living things, with all living beings, all living creatures. And so definitely I hope that you've already registered for that. If you have not, go to GullahGeecheeNation.com, click on the event link at the top of the page, and then go down the scroll down and you'll see where the human element screening is listed. You can also find the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page, the information there so that you can click and register. So we hope that you will join us for that, which is going to be a very engaging dialogue, I am sure. And then we have the garden time. Remember I mentioned a little while ago that I had to come in for my field because planting season? Well, yes, this month is the time that we get out here, get the fields prepped, and we start getting those seeds in, and usually by now we would plant. But because of climate change, the same thing we're going to be talking about with this human element film discussion, and that many of you who watch Gullah Geechee TV, please subscribe for free if you do not watch the companion show to this broadcast already. GullahGeechee.tv, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E.tv. Go and subscribe for free, please, definitely. And so you've heard me or seen me talk about climate action, climate change, sea level rise, various things over time. Well, climate change is also impacting food security. So as a result, we have to change the times that we plant things or you might plant your seeds and then they get flooded out and now you don't have any more seeds and now you can't plant again for that season. So we've had to shift when we plant and how we plant. They're even planning to shift this year, the hurricane season, our fifth season here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, from starting June 1st, they're considering shifting and saying it starts May 15th. In a little while, it'll be just all year thing. And so we pray against that, but we work against that as well. So we got to plant the seeds for what we want in the world. You see what I mean? And so we plant the seeds to be to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient. And so 
here it is that we are going to literally do that at the Yenicharan House on Saturday, April the 3rd. So I'm just giving you a heads up now for that plan that that's going to be going on at the Yenicharan House. For many of you who were part of the Gullah Geechee Freedom Celebration, you saw when the donation was made to Elder Carly Town for the Yenicharan House, and then many of you who were on Facebook donated when we did the additional fundraiser. So we got the roof on the building, getting the windows in, and then we also had donation that we were able to make for them to have a community garden. So some of our supporters, some of the folks that are native Gullah Geechis here from our PD River region, they have another nonprofit called Community Saviors, and Community Saviors is helping with the Yenichurin House community garden being put in. And so that's some of the work that is underway. And we definitely salute Elder Carleytown, who was the founder of the Gullah Geechee People Foundation, which came into existence right after the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. The Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition was the first organization in the world to ever have the name Gullah Geechee. And then here came the Gullah Geechee People Foundation. And now that evolved into the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, which is the official 501c3 for the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so the Yenichurin House is one of the projects of the Gullah Geechee Angel Network, which is led by our Minister of Information for the Gullah Geechee Nation, Elder Carleytown, who's a native of the hike where the Yenichurin House is, Union Heights in the Chuck Tongue area and thing like that. And so we're so glad for this show, so glad for Community Saviors and everything like that. Much love to them for definitely coming down from the PD, coming down and bringing those traditions into what is a food desert here in the Gullah Geechee Nation and bringing the chillin'. <clears throat> what else are the mothers going to do but bring the chillin'? Bring the chillin' together and thing like that. So make sure the chillin' and know who he be, and what going on, yeah, and how for hope on we legacy. So that are what we got going on right here in this Atlanta, the Gullah Geechee, for true. And so definitely we appreciate the support from all of you, not just because it's Women's Her Story Month and I am a female leader in the world that you've tuned in, that you've taken the time to share the broadcast with others, that you've taken the time to go ahead and make donations to our Gullah Geechee Land and Legacy Fund, which you can find on GoFundMe, or you can also make donations, as I mentioned earlier, the Cash App is dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation, dollar sign Gullah Geechee Nation. I thank you for it at any time, not just because it's March but that you're there for us marching with us all year, that you take the time to care beyond your communities around the world, to even stop sometimes in the midst of all the madness and to send off an email to say how much you've learned from this show, how much you appreciated it, how much you enjoyed hearing about our legacy and our our truth, as people like to say. I always just still talk about the truth, but our truth, our story, and the journey we have taken, especially as black women from the South who can say we own land and that we've taken a human rights stand. Don't believe that at any point in time, 
that that journey has been easy and done without a challenge. So it is not just the challenge to the land. There's a challenge to the stand. There are many people that think it is offensive that we dared stand on our human right to self-determination, that we dare to defy others who thought that we were ignorant and backward and that we had no abilities that the world needs celebrate. Well, I am thankful that God gave me this mission and that many of you around the world not only celebrate with us, but that you support us. So I definitely wanted to take this time and have this broadcast as easy as it would have been to take the night off after a long day of talking to a whole lot of people about how they can stick with us, how they can work with us to sustain our community, to sustain our culture, to continue to help uplift who we be down here, Phoenicia Sea Islands. I wanted to take the opportunity to just salute our leaders, Elder Carly Town and Sister Nita Collins and Representative Glenda Simmons Jenkins and the late Ernestine Tobias Felder and the late Marvin Betch and then to salute Miss Rebecca Campbell and Miss Catherine Braxton and all of them and Sister Sunshine and all of them that continue to fight and stand for what is right at all times and to be there as elders to guide the process and to pass on their knowledge, their wisdom, and their understanding, I love to say, to the next generation. I just wanted to take that time out to appreciate you, but to also salute folks like Sister Katnuna Fur, Olu Abena, Sharonda Barstale, for being some of our young women who are in the entrepreneurial sphere but that are also traditions keepers. And we have many other young ladies now from the Gullah Geechee Nation that have been inspired to continue the traditions and to continue to open up additional businesses. And we're going to be featuring them, of course, as we always do, on our Facebook pages, on our Twitter feed, on our Instagram. And again, please follow GullahGeecheeNation.com because we will be blogging about them. We'll be having them on Zooming In on Sustainability and various other things on Gullah Geechee TV. Make sure that you follow at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram. And once again, if you want to continue to support this broadcast and the broadcasting of Gullah TV, please become a member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition by going to Gullah And there you can also order books and CDs and other things and cultural items that are created by our people here. Because, again, if there's no economic support of these businesses, then we can't sustain who we are. We wouldn't have the self-sufficiency that I'm talking about if people have to become dependent, where we have always come from a line of strong, power-filled women that always taught us to be independent and not dependent. And so please continue to know that you shouldn't evaluate things on surface. 
Because as I say, honey, must take care of the roots to heal the tree. You have to dig deep for the root of things. And so even when you think that some your something might be, quote, unquote, too high, why is that? You do the numbers. You do the calculations. I'm the mathematician. I'm the business person that thinks it all the way through. And then make the choice to do what you do. And I pray that you'll be supporting us. And we definitely appreciate the support and send out love and blessing to all of you. So thank you for coming on through. This year the Queen Quet, head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that you took the time one more again for join we up on we show at Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. So all the omen out yonder, keep celebrating on a month. Yeah. Black Her Story Month. It's time for we celebrate who we be right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 